Welcome to the Mindful Dating Podcast, where it's all about helping you find healthy, lasting love without losing yourself in the process. Get clear on what you need most from a partner, develop a dating and relationship strategy that works for you, and practice self-leadership in all your relationships. Join your host, Dr. Yael Dubin, on her mission to discover how you can lead from your most authentic, courageous self and create a lifetime of joy and abundance. Hello, 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 and good morning. It's so wonderful to be with you all this morning. I want to talk to you a little bit about mindset and manifestation. You hear about this everywhere, and it's like super popular in the coaching world, but it's popular in popular culture as well. And I want to talk to you a little bit about the the true power of mindset that cognitive scientists are discovering. And I want to talk to you a little bit about some of the limits of mindset. And a lot of what I'm going to talk to you about today comes from this amazing book, Mindset, by Carol Dweck, who is one of the foremost researchers on the connections between mindset and outcome, mindset and achievement. And there actually is something here. So like they say, where there's smoke, there's fire. There's totally something here. And even mindset work has its limits. So we, we want to acknowledge that right up front. And one of the first things I want to say is if Mindset is ever being used against anybody, including against you, um, to suggest that the reason you don't have everything that you want, the reason that you are not every, everything you want to be, is because you're just not thinking about it right. That is a misuse of mindset because mindset is limited. No matter how much I shift my mindset, I am most likely not ever going to sprout feathers and wings and fly from rooftop to rooftop through my neighborhood. Some things just are not in the realm of possibility. However, a lot of things are in the realm of possibility and we're still not getting them or being them or seeing them ourselves. And so it's really important to try to figure out what role mindset plays so that you can use it to your advantage. Because as it turns out, mindset is something that is shiftable. And what Carol Dweck learned was that there are basically two types of mindsets and her work stemmed from working with kids in a school setting, um, grade school setting, dealing with math problems. And she has replicated this work in other situations. And she's discovered that this is true in a variety of settings. This is true in relationships. This is true in business. This is true in academic achievement. This is true in sports. It doesn't matter what you're trying to achieve. This, These um, basic two types of mindsets apply. And the outcomes are better with one type than the other. The first type is called a fixed mindset. And in a fixed mindset, the thoughts tend to be that your intelligence, your looks, your social skills, your athletic ability, those are things that you're born with and you can't change them. There's nothing you can really do differently to make a big substantial change in your life. And if there is a change you can make, it's only going to be superficial from the position of a fixed mindset person. So maybe you can change your their behavior, they're not really changing who you are at your core. And the bottom line from a fixed mindset perspective is if you have natural talent, you don't have to work at it. So if you do have to work at it, you might as well give up because you're just not talented. And a person with fixed mindset or in instances of anybody's mindset being fixed for a moment, the idea is that if you fail at something, it's just not meant for you. 
is, you know, if I try basketball today and I'm not good at it, I should give up entirely. Right. Um, or if I have a few relationships and they go poorly, I should just give up entirely. If I try to make it um, up to a manager level position and I fail, I, that, that just means I'm not cut out to be a manager. Growth mindset it has a completely different mindset than the fixed mindset. A growth mindset says intelligence can be developed with effort. Actually, everything can be developed with effort. It's possible to change and grow as a person. And no matter what your innate talent is, skill can be developed. And when you change and when you grow, you don't just change the surface appearance, you actually change at your depth and at your core. And a person with growth mindset says, well, you know, if I fail at something, what that means is I just have to learn a lesson, regroup and try again. So those are the two differences in, you know, sort of global 50,000 foot view about mindset. And that's great to know that there are two mindsets and people think differently. But so what? What are the differences in outcomes? It turns out Carol Dweck's work demonstrated that there's a significant difference in outcome. People with a fixed mindset get an urgency to succeed. They need to, they need to get successful fast because they don't believe that talent can be developed. So really, if they don't succeed right away, they're not going to try again because why bother? They're going to give up really quickly because they're going to assume they don't have talent at something. And that means basically, if it doesn't go right the first time, there is no second time. This is not, you know, a failure is not a learning opportunity. A failure is just a sign that you should give up. A person with fixed mindset will say, you know, when they do succeed, they're not just proud of their accomplishments, but they get a little bit arrogant and look down on other people because they think that they are innately superior to other people and that the reason they're doing well is that they have some special mojo that you don't have. And when they mess up on the job or mess up anywhere, they tend to deny that it's them and they shift blame to other people. And I think we've all worked with a coworker or two that does that, that throws a coworker or colleague under the bus. Um, I think we've all had a relationship in our lives with somebody who can't own what they did wrong and say sorry. And that is a symptom or a sign of a fixed mindset. So somebody with a fixed mindset has a really different experience because they don't persist in a task. They don't try again. And even if they do succeed, they become jackasses about it. A growth mindset, on the other hand, they can take their time to succeed. They are patient with challenges. They know that they're going to learn from the challenges. They're going to learn from mistakes and they're going to persist. When they do succeed, they're so proud of their accomplishments, but they're also respectful of other people because they remember back in the day when they too were just learning. They're super willing to take responsibility and course correct because it actually their mistakes or their shortcomings are not signs that they're bad people. They're just signs that they have some room to grow. So this outcome, as Carol Dweck saw, it was very different. So students who were academically gifted or had um, success in school come naturally or easily to them, those students tend to give up. Whereas students who had to work to learn things tended to persist and actually eventually outperformed the students with a fixed mindset. So students who adopted a growth mindset achieved success where students without a growth mindset didn't. So I'm a dating and relationship coach. And why am I talking about academic success and mindset? Here's what I want to share with you is that this matters even in relationships. And Carol Dweck's book has a whole chapter devoted to relationships. So if you 
are the slightest little bit concerned that you might have a fixed mindset, that's a great book to pick up. So first things first, what happens when people have a fixed mindset about relationships? They think things like, well, if you're compatible, everything should just come naturally. If the relationship doesn't work out, I must be unlovable. I must be deficient in some way. A lot of people with fixed mindset think, oh, you know, I didn't learn this as a kid. I had a really dysfunctional family. It's too late for me. I can't possibly learn to have better relationships. I'm doomed to have relationship failure because I had a dysfunctional family. People with fixed mindset think that if communication doesn't just flow with their partner or any other problems arise, that the relationship just isn't meant to be. That leads them to give up on relationships pretty quickly, to walk away. That leads them to not change and grow, and they stay who they are until they can find someone who's willing to lower themselves to that level to have whatever relationship they're capable of having. And they tend to be avoidant. People with a growth mindset instead say, you know, all things take work, including good, lasting relationships. And of course, we're going to have differences of opinion. We're two different people, so we're going to have to work through those things. And if a relationship doesn't work out for someone with a growth mindset, they work to understand what went wrong. They work to forgive themselves and the other person and they move on with their lives. They understand that social and emotional skills can be learned over time. You can develop those skills and abilities to have lasting relationships and cultivate closeness. It takes a little work, but no matter whether or not you had a dysfunctional family, and let's face it, all function, all families are a little bit dysfunctional, you can learn different social and emotional skills. And there are is increasing research on what takes to make a long-lasting marriage, what makes a marriage successful, or any kind of long-term partnership. And you can learn to do those things. And with a growth, growth mindset, someone believes that all couples need to work to understand each other because we're two separate people in two separate brains with completely different world experiences up until now so we're definitely going to be looking at relationships differently we're not going to be synonymous identical people so naturally we're going to have to work at it now if you're a leader in an organization or you are working towards developing your leadership skills um, you might notice or be aware that you are working in a place with a culture of genius where the people involved are charismatic, larger than life, and the the strong person is, you know, the leader, and they're they're the ones that are, you know, um, they're in charge in a way that leads them to stifle um, critics and rivals that you they don't allow divergent opinions. If there's a failure, it's catastrophic, and disagreement's not allowed. If there's a disagreement, it means it's a challenge to authority and a challenge to that charismatic leader. So in that culture of genius, a lot of things go wrong and actually companies underperform financially when that's their leadership culture. By contrast, a culture of development, those companies are characterized by thriving. Those companies are making more money and the people working in those companies are happier and they're, and they're more inspired. Those companies are led by self-effacing leaders, and this is a direct quote from Carol Dweck, self-effacing people who asked questions and faced the most brutal answers. In other words, disagreement is how we move forward as a team. It's a sign that we all understand the issues that we're facing. We're all invested in creating the best possible outcome. 
In a culture of development, emphasis is placed on developing human potential. It's not placed on overlooking or hiding or covering up mistakes. So I wanted to share all this stuff about mindset with you for just a few minutes because I wanted you to know that there is some research out there and Carol Dweck is one of the leading researchers about mindset and she has documented that these shifts in mindset are super powerful. So if you are interested in doing a little bit of work to shift your mindset, grab a piece of paper and draw a line right down the center. At the top of the left column, write fixed mindset and at the top of the right column, write growth mindset. Now think about any goal you're trying to achieve. I work with people who are dating and in relationships and brainstorm your thoughts. Like could be that you want to be a manager, could be that you want to open a business, could be anything. Brainstorm, write your thoughts about your professional or personal life in the right column. And then, so maybe in that right, right side, but in the correct column. So is this a fixed mindset thought or growth mindset thought? Probably you have a mix of both. Anything that's in the left or fixed mindset column, you can transform to a growth oriented sentence. So one example would be, um, I have no idea how to launch a business, so I really have no business doing it. I should definitely not be the manager of this department because I have no experience with that. That's a fixed mindset thought. A growth mindset thought says I'm capable of learning business skills and management skills. These are definitely not skills I already possess, but I can learn them and I'm going to try. A fixed mindset thought is there's no one out there for me. I don't know how to date. I suck at relationships. I have a bad picker. I overlook red flags. Coming around to a growth mindset on that is there probably is someone out there for me. I can develop social and emotional skills that will make me a great partner. And I can learn how to assess someone else's capacity to be a great partner. So you can transform your own thoughts from a fixed mindset to a growth mindset with a little bit of effort. And you can make affirmations with that. You can put them on your phone. You can journal them. You can do a variety of things with them. But um, that is how you can use that information. And I just have a couple of minutes here that I'm wrapping up. And I wanted to end with an invitation. I have a webinar coming up on Thursday afternoon in the Vibe Women's Group. And I will be speaking on Boundaries 101 how to set and maintain healthy boundaries. So if you are someone who has struggled with boundaries in the past, this is an opportunity to really embrace that growth mindset and say, I can learn how to set boundaries better and show up at this training. If you are interested in this at all, please pop me a comment below or pop me a message. I would love to connect with you personally. I really enjoy knowing how my work is impacting other people. So that's all I have for today. I am out of time for our talk. Thank you so much for tuning in. And I look forward to talking with you next week. Bye. Thank you for listening to Mindful Dating with your host, Dr. Yael Dubin. If you're ready to shake up your dating routine and transform your approach to relationships, go to BahiraCoaching.com where you can sign up for our newsletter, pick up your free digital copy of Five Keys to Finding Lasting Love, and even schedule a free call with Yael now. Bahira Coaching is on Facebook and Instagram. Stay up to date with our programs, literature, and watch live sessions with Dr. Dubin. Links will be included in the show notes. Tune in next week when we'll share more about how you can find lasting love without losing yourself in the process.